<laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another great, great day in Chicago on Nitty's Knocker. I know we missed you guys last week. Uh, it was a hectic week before, but we are back and ready for action. Today, we have some amazing women in honor of Women's Month. This is the end of the month, and I wanted to go out with a bang. And we have... Shantae Linwood of Cliche here, as well as Megan of Shandy's Collective. Welcome, you guys. Hello. Thanks for having us. Don't be scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. The mic is your friend, okay? The mic loves you, okay? Remember that. Mm -hmm. okay. So, today, we will be concentrating our energy on women, Mm -hmm. um, why women do some of the things they do, um, how to be safe mm -hmm. as a woman. Exactly. I mean, I know this is your idea because I know lately maybe it have come, has come from something a little bit more negative of an experience, but this is Women's Month and we should celebrate each other, obviously. It's now that it's ending as well. We only get one month, apparently. <laughs> you no, guys. It's every day. It's, every day. <laughs> right. it's Women's Day every day. But yeah, I, I thought that it was such a great idea, this topic, just because we've all had some very interesting experiences lately and yeah and i think a lot of women need guidance for sure so. most definitely so let's go ahead and let our ladies um introduce themselves a little bit more uh shantae could you go ahead and let people know who you are and what you are all about okay my name is shantae i am a dj i'm a mom of two and i run with my partner ollie a collective called cliche where we mostly put on women-based events with all women artists and DJs. And, and the collective itself is just a combination of different kinds of women artists where we try to put one another on or work together and, mm -hmm. you know, just go stuff like that. Beautiful. That's awesome. And you are putting on an event as well later on this week, right? Yes, we have our event coming up called um, Pussy Power. Um, coming on Friday night on March 31st um, through our collective, Shundi's Collective. And it's um, our one-year anniversary. And we decided to make this event um, centered around the females in the industry as it is, you know, the wrap-up of Women's Month. Yes, awesome. definitely, definitely. That's awesome. Love that word. Mm -hmm. Which word? <laughs> pussy. <laughs> I have an event called Pussy Control. So, oh, same thing. you do? Yeah, there have awesome. been a, a lot of events with, with that powerful word. Yes. You know, the conference. Coochie conference. Oh, that look, that's the great. other word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what my dad's like. Gotta go. Like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Too many women words running around in there. I feel you. Thanks for stopping by. Bye. For anybody who's wondering what's going on, my dad came in <laughs> to visit, but we obviously got a little bit... <laughs> Coochie and he was like, yeah, Peace. he's like, coochie, bye. <laughs> not today, not today. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into our beginning topic. Why do we tweak? Why do we tweak? No, in, in <laughs> actuality, like, you know, you know, sometimes, like, we tweak on men, we tweak on other women. I want to know why we tweak on other, other women. women. I personally feel that... 
we tweak on other I can't speak for other women in general I just know that like I a lot of time have to bottle up all this energy like bottle up all this, and then put a face on as a woman like that it's okay or like I, I honestly think that we're expected to be a lot stronger than men are like we're not allowed mm-hmm. to be emotional so it's like it's this like compression of all this energy that just explodes and it'll explode on whoever and usually you know women we have been put up against each other in the society and probably in the world in general and so it's easier to snap on a woman than it is to a man you know what i mean like it's easier to call a woman out her name than it is a man because it's like they pinned us up against each other personally that's how i feel it is and that's why it's beautiful to meet women that want to you know push each other and reinforce each other and help each other because Obviously, the reason why you guys feel that you need to do these events and stuff like that is because and bring women artists together is because it's a problem. Women aren't coming together for some reason. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm wrong as to that. Well, yeah, I agree. It's a cultural thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's cultural based on race or do you think it's just what, what women are doing? No, I think it's gender. Definitely. I think growing up or just the way our society is we're taught that even if you do have a an actual problem with another woman you're being catty or you're a b word yeah she got it she got it i caught myself but yeah i think i definitely think it's cultural because doing events with all women or anything it it can definitely feel harder sometimes Mm -hmm. um to work with women because i do feel like you have to try to balance like not tweaking on one another or being sensitive to certain things but yeah, not mm-hmm. not trying to victimize us. Like, no, we can and take- there's like a competitive aspect to it, and I feel like I don't know. Just for some reason, like we don't. I don't. I don't even look to compete to men because in a lot of ways, there's this like glass ceiling, like that. No matter what, you know, I, I'm not going to get to that level as that man would for in person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, in a lot of ways. Yeah. In a lot of ways, I mean, we make seventy cents to the dollar in, in right. comparison. That's right. real. That's statistically real. People don't want to believe it, but it's true. You know, it's mal- that maybe that maybe the way I see it, as far as just speaking on like the maliciousness of attacking another woman, um, because I've personally dealt with it recently um, after being in a relationship for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a a girl that was involved, um, and I found out about it about two girls they maliciously sent me the worst of messages That's a legitimate and reason to tweet. i just didn't understand you know i'm just i didn't tweet though you know no. i did a little bit but then i stopped myself because i'm like why are you why do women push themselves so far to hurt someone who's been involved and in something you know, just for your momentary pleasure of what you, whatever you got out of the situation. So that's the part where I'm trying to understand is it, what what feeling? Because I've never been one to do that. So mm-hmm. it's like, what feeling do you get when you say the mean things you say to another woman about what you've done with someone? You know, uh, why why does that make you feel empowered mm-hmm. per se? It's you know, does that make sense? That's a good question. Yeah. Personally, I, I feel like, I, personally, I feel like it's not like you feel empowered. It's just, it's just like you probably feel that, or that person felt weak. You know what I'm saying? It felt w- without control. And that's the only way you feel They're like you can to get feel empowered. Right. It's attempting to. And like, 
it's probably it's the it probably the easiest thing that you could do instead of just being like all right saw like three two one mm-hmm. i don't need to do this right now you know what i mean you just have that snap and we have so much energy and passion as women it's like it's, yeah it's bound to happen it's definitely bound to happen i remember i was in a specific a situation i was totally getting played and then i confronted like the girl like you know what i mean and i but then instead of being mad at her i was just like guess what we're getting played like we are both getting played and then it was just then like after that i had no i after doing it that way i felt like kind of this release like wow i'm not mad at anybody in this situation and if she chooses to stay in the situation then she's the dummy i'm not the dummy i'm i'm about to get myself out of this situation you know because men will gaslight you they will and i don't know if you guys know this phrase but it basically means like They'll be like, no, that didn't happen. You know what I mean? Just straight lie to your face. You know what I mean? They'll find any way to get out of a situation. And like, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. It's like, you know, when the stuff gets stuck and you're like, well, I just stuck in there. (laughs) But no, it's, you know, maybe those, maybe sometimes there are things we won't be able to understand. But I think maybe we're going to play a little music um, by Miss. She put a mix together. We're going to play with uh, Shantae's mix. All right, it's, like, it's nothing. Yeah, it's just a little thing. Look, it's a little humble boats. It's nothing. <laughs> I was listening nice. to it, y'all, so I, I enjoyed it. So we're going to play it. But um, I just want to focus on solutions when we come back. Of like, Because we might not be able to answer the questions as to why, why, yeah. why women do some of the things they do. But we can answer questions on how can we not be that person and, and influence people to not be that type of person. Mm. You know, um, just to get like some really really good like energy going like i just i just like the, you know we're gonna talk about unicorns too because it, it's just what happens you know? <laughs> gotta bring up how important unicorns are in in a person's life you know <laughs> but until we get to unicorns <laughs> until we this get is the to third time she's done that <laughs> since, like, get it together Come on. I'm trying, y'all. I just, <laughs> I'm still in Texas right now mentally. Like, I'm still in Austin right now. Oh. So, like, my life is just, like, not working out the way that I wanted to. But it's going to get back. Watch. Watch. Because Friday is <laughs> lit. Look. But we're going to go ahead and start a little bit of the mix that y'all just heard just now. So, enjoy. One more time before I go. Higher powers taking a hold on me. I need a one dance. Got a Hennessy in my hand One more time before I go Higher powers taking a hold on me Strength and guidance, all that I'm wishing for my friends. Nobody makes it from my ends. I had to bust up the silence. You know you gotta stick by me. Soon as you see the text, reply me. I don't wanna spend time fighting. We got no time, and that's why I need a one dance. Got a Hennessy in my hand. One more time before I go. I have powers taking a hold on. Hold up, hold up, 
that's just a little bit of, of happiness for y'all, you know. I don't really do mainstream, but the mix, the way it blends so perfectly, you know. You got to show love to the mixes. So as we were talking, we were talking about issues um, with women and their mean ways. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, naughty girls. So we call them naughty girls. How um. do we... As women in this room right now, because we might have times where we have lashed and gone nuts on people. How do we correct that for ourselves so that other women can see that and say, okay, maybe this isn't cool mm. to behave? Deep. deep well, you aren't ready, huh? Look, we came. Whew. Guns blazing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, honestly, I can't even, like, when you were asking the why, you can't. I feel like unless you do, you're a person that does something like that. You can't even really justify it. You can't figure out what the why is. Hmm. So, how do we keep from doing that? Like, support other women. Like, don't let things put you against one another. Think about it as like on a human level. Like, hey, we got to stick together because other people are trying to force us against one another. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when it goes from, like, just back to, like, elementary school, you don't want to be treated the way, you know what I mean? You don't want to treat someone the way you don't want to be treated, however you say it, like the golden rule, you know what Mm. I'm saying? It's like... Treat those how you want to be treated. Exactly, and, you know, when women just dealing with people, it's like you just need to realize you don't want to lower yourself because they're acting naughty or grimy or whatever. And also, like, you know, I feel like we get into the habit as women to, like, throw around like names and name calling and, and men do it a lot i feel like less than we do you yes, know what men I'm aren't as emotional they do it in a you way to each other to each other like, to women they do oh you're right we, we, to, do, like, we guys with their friends you know they punch them and then they're over it they're like yeah man i was gonna say that earlier i was like guys can get in a fight and be like all right i love you bro right like, yeah we just got in a fight who cares right i busted Girls, you up like, but it's all good you know but women uh i think and that's i think too it, it just goes off of our confusion like Sometimes I feel, you know, my mom and my sister study psychology. So it's like maybe it it has something to do with just wanting something so badly, but not knowing, but just rebelling to get it. You know, like you're confused, you're hurting, Mm -hmm. you want to be loved, but you also like, man, screw this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care. I'm going to do me. I'm going to be a bad boss lady, whatever. You know, I'm a I'm a real woman. But at the same time, you're you're you you want something more, you know. But I think that's the complex of it is just like being uh, like confused, you know, and wanting mm-hmm. to be loved by a man or you know whatever your preference mm-hmm. is, and not really receiving it the way that you want to receive it, and when you don't get it, because you don't know how to. Well, right. I I get what you're saying. It's also like you know I feel that since from a young age most women like are taught like where our value lies and you know what i'm saying and a lot of women can't get past the fact that that we've been told that you know the fairy tale ending is when you like get rescued by the prince and then what happens after that who whoever knows you know what i'm saying but like a lot of women find like gratification in using their sexuality and you know Mm. i don't think there's anything wrong with that but then to do it in a power like power this weird kind of power kind of way i think that's where it gets twisted and like you kind of need to reevaluate things for yourself like you know for the most part like what change the change you want to see in the world is in yourself basically it's like girl you coming with these quotes okay i know bam 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 <laughs> Come in with one the quotes, another, okay? Yeah, but, but what do you think, think Megan? How do you, how do you think 
we can be better women to each other. I think one of the, the solutions to this problem is to trust and support women more as woman to woman. And going back to what you said um, a few comments back about, you know, how how girl guy or you were saying about how guys gaslight girls or you know are lying to them about you know when when a girl tries to go to another girl and tell her oh this situation is bogus or blah blah blah. Um, but I think it's really important for women to one have more more trust and more faith in other women and mm-hmm. and what they have to say and like what. Um, you know, not to be so, always so, well, they're sabotaging me or, you know, I know that that happens a lot, but to take a more optimistic route. And if you're an optimistic woman that, that is, you know, giving people, giving people the truth, being real with what you're saying, you know, make sure that you're, you're, you're spilling the facts and not the gossip, that I think that, you know, it's that, that kind of um, relationships will come back onto you with other women and, and having more of a, having more of a connection between the woman and not, and not believing the man over the woman or not believing, you know, other people outside of our fellow girls. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can rock with that, girl. Mm-hmm. I can rock with that team unicorn. You on the team. You made it. <laughs> so, don't lie. Look, okay. Do I need to give you the spill on what it takes to be team unicorn? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Okay, so we give these bites out, right? <laughs> you can either get a free bite Today, you know, since you're on the show, you know, everybody gets a free bite, <laughs> join the squad. That was like, but they range from like $5 to like $100 bites. And the more of the bite you get, the more of the unicorn you are. So the more magical, the more rare you become, you know, like the unicorns, the idea of unicorns is enjoying them because you can't touch them because they're so rare. You rarely see them and they just spread love, positivity, happiness. When you see them, it's like, oh my God, they're, they're pooping sprinkles everywhere you know <laughs> so it's like man i feel like i can be a unicorn because i feel like i'm rare i'm untouchable i'm you know i'm i'm moving i'm powerful i'm, I'm being magical in my in my career path you know so that's what being a team unicorn is like all about so you know you don't have to say it on the air if you don't want you know for it to be cool or whatever but if you want to be bit by a unicorn it, I'm ready, you know. <laughs> free bites today, look. Free, free. <laughs> it doesn't hurt, is what you're Right, it doesn't hurt. You might think it might hurt, but, um, you know, it's a very, very um, loving bite. Mm-hmm. Some underlying sexuality. Right, I'm like, uh, don't take that. <laughs> I got free bites. But, okay, let's go on to sexual harassment. Dun, dun, dun. Who has experienced <laughs> being sexually harassed? I feel like you're not a human, or especially not a woman, if you haven't experienced that. Like, what? So what? on the level of 1 to 10, how se- severe would you say it was that you've experienced? Well, I mean, in everyday life, I feel like you experience it with everything, like especially with music nowadays. It's mm-hmm. like damn near mm-hmm. sexual harassment on every level. Yeah, you said but yeah, just in general, when you talk to people, even when they call you baby or honey, when you're trying to do your job, like mm-hmm. that's a level of sexual harassment or touching you. And it just, I feel like it happens all the time. And in some ways, a lot of women don't even realize when it's happening because it's so normalized. Exactly. And then like, because it could even be like somebody being like, I, it's like smile, like a friend of yeah. mine brought up last, like last night and was like, yeah, it would be so funny if there was a video of like a guy walking around to, telling other men to smile because they would like look better. You know what I'm saying? It would mm-hmm. just, it'd just be funny because like even in that in the smallest, like, or like just someone touching you. Like I remember sitting, I was sitting at the bar with my boyfriend and his father and his brother 
And then we were, we had just saw, seen that Little Bibby concert that just happened at the Metro. Mm-hmm. And we went on to the, we were at this bar. And so this guy just comes up to me and just kisses me on the cheek. I didn't even see it coming. It was just like, what? You know what? I was Look. just so, and I didn't even <laughs> want to say, I didn't even, I didn't even make a big deal of it. I like brushed it away like I should have. And then I remember telling my boyfriend afterwards and him just like going off. You know and what I mean? And that's something I think we do too is brush. Brush you know, it off. Brush off. Because like you were saying, like with work, like I all the time, that's the way people are talking to me. Um, like, um, you know, they want to be like, oh, yeah, like you're so this, this, that, and then you, you're great doing what you do as a woman. You know, I, you, you get it. So it's just like, I think taking sexual harassment and turning it around and being the boss behind it, you know, because people are going to say what they want to say. People are going to try to do things that they want to do. But if you boss up, and you deal with it in a way where it's just like, oh, you, oh, true, you thought, that's what you thought. But anyway, uh, back to these numbers, because, <laughs> you know, if you handle it in mm-hmm. a way where they realize, oh, man, she's not as easy as I may have thought she would have been mm-hmm. being an attractive one. We're all attractive women, you know, being an attractive, especially being hot and doing what you do and being good <laughs> at what you do. Like watching, like, fe- like when I'm watching DJ, I'm, dang, man, like. I'm trying to be on your level with DJing. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be at home, like practicing mm-hmm. <laughs> on the board. I'm, you know, I'm pretty doing mm-hmm. my thing on DJ boards. But it's like watching like a confident woman is intimidating to men sometimes, and to other time. women, and to other time. women. Yeah, definitely. Why do you say all the time? I think it's rare to find a man that is not intimidated by, by a confident, confident woman. woman. It's mm. very rare. I think a lot of ring that want bell, that. girl, because that is I, the truth. Thing, thing, thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you know men say or act like they want a woman that's going to tell them how it is and like be straightforward and and they can't really handle it like as soon as you get loud they're like you're a bit uh." yeah yep that word right way right and then they expect you to kind of fit into their life like be their little lackey or something then to find a woman that is not that way Mm -hmm. it's it's definitely intimidating for sure so on on that level of just being bosses in your own element i kind of want to know more about um you know, we're getting your personality. We're knowing, like, who Shantae and who Megan are, you know. But I want to know more about what your your collective is all about. Cliché is something um, that I was introduced to via Facebook. You know, I saw it around. You were looking for creatives and asking what they do. And then I ended up getting added to the site um, as, like, you know, for my video work and all of these things. So what exactly is cliche all about in your from your perspective um it actually started with pussy control um and where i wanted to do women-based events because i was tired of going to events that were like all male performers or djs and then there would be one woman here and there and and even so if i was like the one woman that was on a show or involved in a show i would end up i don't know feeling sexualized in some way or just being Mm -hmm. treated differently so it like kind of started with Pussy Control, and then, then um, I can't remember, something, something specific happened, and I hit up, like, five girls that I knew that all did different things, and I was like, let's come together, let's start this sort of collective, like, as a group that's inclusive, because there are a lot of male groups that are very similar that are like, we're, you know, we're a gang, we're a club, we're this, and mm-hmm. we're, you, you gotta be cool to be in it, so I was like, no, I want... I want some sort of group of women supporting each other, going to each other's events and like being a part of each other's work. 
where it's not sexual in any kind of way, where you just want to support one another. And then I also, it kind of evolved, you know, I found it hard to find women that did certain things. And so I wanted to create, like we have a page on our website, the creatives page, where it just lists, like you said you got put on that, like it lists different artists of different kinds and it's still being updated, but I just wanted it to be easier for women to connect with one another and work together because it's so, it really is so easy to find a man that does sound design or does engineering and all these things that are male dominated, but it's a lot, it's a lot harder to find women that do those things. So I wanted something like that that made it easier for women to connect and then also that created these spaces for women to come and dance and have fun and even meet men if they want to and, and mm-hmm. um, but just in their environment instead mm-hmm. of in the environment of a man. So why the name Cliché? The cliche name came about because um, it actually just was mentioned, and we're like, we'll say, we'll stay with that one for now, but we might change it. But then we kept it because it came with all these ideas. Like a collective is not new in any way, shape, or form. So it's it's actually quite cliche mm-hmm. to start mm-hmm. a collective. So we're like, anything we do has been done before. So it's just kind of cliche to have a blog, to throw parties, to do anything. So we're like, everything we do. It's a cliche mixtape. It's a cliche panel series. Mm. It's just everything's cliche because it's already been done. But the way that we're doing it actually is unique. So it's it's a it's a play on the word. Mm-hmm. Nice, very nice. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I definitely cliche. like that too. That's okay. awesome. What about you, Megan? Give us a little more information about your collective. Yeah, I'm happy to be on today with you. Um, it's really interesting to hear what you're talking about because this has totally been the wavelength of where I'm trying to go. We started this collective, um, we're we're called Shundi's Collective, and um, we started this exactly one year ago. So on Friday, we'll be celebrating our one-year anniversary. And um, for the past one year, um, just from booking venues, finding DJs, finding security guards, um, you know, everything that kind of went along with, um, you know, the event side of things that we were really focused on involved men. I was always having to go through men. Um, I actually, um, up until I met um, Nidia's Nogger, I had never been put on to anything by a woman. Everything that I've done for the last year has been organized through men, has been, you know, um, the connections have been provided to me, like, through men to other men. And I was thinking, like, and I was getting so discouraged in the, um, in the industry of, of, you know, like we were talking about the sexual harassment, the name-calling, or, mm-hmm. or you, know, um, you know, frequently getting asked, you know, who, who, what kind of relations was I involved with to pull with, with so-and-so or this person to pull off this magnitude of an event or to do this. And it was just... Mm-hmm. So frustrating um, that um, there wasn't really anything out there that I had found yet that was uh, that was for the women. But the more that I get involved in the in the movement and making our collective um, a place that we where we put on women artists, where we do events that really cater to cater to the females, I'm meeting more and more like-minded ladies. And that's what's been amazing about planning, um, you know, our upcoming event, Pussy Power, is how many different ladies I found that have you know, came together, and I really feel like we're on the path of developing this network. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And why the name Shundies? Um, so and then she spells collective with no E on the end, guys. She's fancy. <laughs> um, we picked the name Shundies, so we are an international collective, and um, we picked the name Shundies because it is a Saswati word for party. And Saswati is um, one of the languages of Southern Africa. And um, a lot of our, um, so my partner and co-founder um, is from Swaziland 
and um, a lot of our fans and our, our demographics are from Swaziland. So we wanted to try to um, merge the cultural fusion between you know, Southern Africa and um, the urban lifestyle we were living in Chicago, and we were influenced when we started this by a lot of other um, collectives, but we wanted to, when we made our name, we didn't want anybody to hear it and be able to think of something else that like, it could connect to. Hmm. Um, so we really wanted it to be like a one-off name, and so that's why we did remove the E, and um, Shandis is the word for party. And we You were, know what's funny? Like, you have cliche, and then you ha you say, like, we wanted something that literally was, like, not cliche. Even though yours is not cliche, but it's cliche, you know? That's cool. Look, look at that. Merging. Merging brands. <laughs> it's it's awesome to, to hear. And I'm glad that, you know, I was able, you know, that I'm able to, like, see, introduce you to more women um, because honestly, me and Shantae just built the relationship. Um, one that I've been hoping for, you know, because I've heard about all these events. I know most of the girls that are part of the collective. Um, and you know, it's like, man, like that's something that like motivated me to start doing my events on my own. And I'm like, man, you know, it'd be cool to like, to be involved in, and be a part of these, these circles of women more often, because I have been one of the people who's felt like the back burner, you know, like. You know, oh, yeah, Serenity's cool, but, you know, she's back there. You know, but mm -hmm. it's like, okay, well, I'm going to be up here now, and I'm going to find a purpose for my events. And my purpose, you know, with Nitty's Knocker, it's for kids. You know, I work with teens and youth. It's a newer development that I'm doing with kids. I usually do adult art shows, but now it's like, what about these teenagers and these kids? You know, so, like, everybody here has something that they're bringing to the table that works in a way of turning like I was saying, like the sexual harassment turning around into being bosses, you know, and um, like like we all know in the industry, men going to be men, some women with power going to be those women with power because some of them think like the men too. It's just about how we come into it to, to change the dynamic, you know, to make it a little mm -hmm. softer. It's okay to be a little softer and handle business at the same time. You don't always have to have like an iron fist. Mm -hmm. to get things done but you can be stern and and you know i it depends on what you mean by soft because i yeah. mean no like, soft as in just yeah. being a woman like and just having your your like the things that make us women are the facts that we nurture and we carry children and and we provide the backbone you know these are like just things even from like you know religious perspectives mm -hmm. and all that but that's and i'm okay with being a woman who nurtures who has children and who can be that person but i also am a boss at the same time and my softness never leaves me you yeah. will never say that i'm too hard of a woman but you'll always say that you're a hustler you're always mm -hmm. a boss you're always moving forward nobody can step on your toes you know yeah. so it's not soft like mm, it does get into okay. like what is femininity to you because uh -huh. it's like at the same time, a lot of women, this is like the basis of arguments that have been going on for decades now. Mm -hmm. What is being a woman? Because a lot of women, I don't have that nurturing. Mm -hmm. You know, as a mother, I'm sure you have found it in, within yourself. But you, I'm sure you didn't always feel that way. Like, you might not have always felt that way, you know? No, yeah. But capable to, to do that. And, I mean, in some women, I like, sometimes I wonder, like, am I, am I like, feminine? Am I, like sexy or am i this because sometimes i just like want to wear sweatpants mm -hmm. and eat and say, who cares right yeah right. definitely like, definitely yeah. i dress for right. me i saw a, a tweet and it say for my own damn self and i was like yeah i, I wore that bra top because i thought it was cute 
I wasn't thinking about right. what this man, that man, that woman. Mm-hmm. I saw it on me and it looked good, so I put it on, you know. Yeah. And and that I think that's what to me that's what femininity is. <laughs> it's just being yourself, like literally to the max, like what you want to do, doing it and progressing while doing it. You know, like nobody can tell you what it means to be a woman, as a woman. True. Nobody can tell you your definition of who you are. Mm-hmm. You're right. I sometimes I walk into the store and literally this has happened twice in a week. Like so the cashier won't be looking at me, and then they'll look up and they'll be like, "Oh, hello, sir." And I'm like, "Geez, oh, what did I do? What did I do? I don't even believe it." <laughs> like I look behind me, like me. Oh, that happens to my son a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, he's got long eyelashes. He had really long hair, and it was like nine times out of ten. Like nine and a half times out of ten, we would walk in someone to be like, "Oh, she's so cute." I'm like, "It's a boy." Really <laughs> well, we're gonna go right. ahead and play a little bit more music, light the mood <laughs> up a little bit, and we will be back right here on Nitty Snucker. Thank you. 
Twos with your girl Nitty. <laughs> you guys ever listen to Quiet Storm? What that was like on what is that GCI or ninety two point three? Which station? I They'd be know. like smooth. They'd be like, know. yeah, it's the Quiet Storm, and they play all that like real sexy music, mm-hmm. and then the ladies call it. I just wanna uh, request f- this song for my man. Because the other day, he, like, bought me some flowers and took me to dinner. And I was like, you know what? I love you. So this song <laughs> is for you. 
And they like, all right, baby. Uh-huh. We're going to play that song for you right here on whatever station. I think that was WDCI. <laughs> but I was like, that's so cool. You know, like, the mm-hmm. deep voice, like. Mm. So, like, one thing that you were talking about over the break that I thought was interesting was um, how you were saying, can you be in a relationship? Because you were just talking about how, you know, women to boss up, we we can boss up, we can take control of our lives. But can you be a boss and be in a relationship? And how I thought that that was pretty interesting because I feel like it's been, like, impressed upon me a lot that it's like, you know, have you ever seen like The Devil Wears Prada? You know yeah, what I'm talking about? And then it's like you're either Meryl Streep's character who's like the HBIC, you know what I mean? Or then you're going to be or you're a mom, you know what I mean? Or you're a mom or you're in a relationship but you can't have both. And it's like I hope that that's not true because I definitely want to be a successful woman, you know? Mm. But what do you guys feel? I mean, I would honestly have to say that because of the relationship that I am in, is what makes me the boss that I am. Mm-hmm. And that that being in a relationship with, like, um, you know, in a two-year-old relationship where I've had an amazing support system, where I've had, um, you know, a right-hand man, a partner, someone to talk through everything with, and who has um, literally taken, in, you know, a backseat in certain times of, of what maybe he wants to do, to be there with me, to be at every single event, to be here with us right now doing the live stream for us. Oh, like, nice. um in, in so many <laughs> different aspects. And a lot a lot of the Pussy Power event influence actually comes from my relationship. And that, you know, I wasn't, I, I was always a strong, you know, empowered young woman. My parents, my parents always raised me to be strong, to be independent. Um, but I would say that I really got the, the strength of, of being a woman from being in the relationship that I am, where I was pushed to be, where I was pushed to be a boss woman, where I was pushed to be, you know, a leader, where I was pushed to, to, to you know, do work to, to follow my dreams before thinking about, um, you know, making sacrifices for my relationship or, or mm-hmm. holding back for that. And so I, I do want to give a lot of credit for my re- to my relationship and to my boyfriend for the boss that I am. Mm-hmm. And same you with your partner, you guys started started the cliche together. Isn't that what you were saying earlier? Oh, no, my partner with the collective, but not my, like, Oh, okay, partner. gotcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Ali, she's a woman mm. who I she didn't come on right away with cliche. She recently came on, but she's awesome. She has like a master's in social work, and she's amazing. Mm. But no, um, like the father of my children, we've been on and off in a relationship for seven years, and it definitely is hard. Like mm-hmm. in general, it's harder with kids, but it, in general, like two people who are working, or I guess that's life. Like everybody's got to work, but when you're in the creative aspect of the entertainment industry, like you have to have a good support system, whether it's from your partner or friends or family or whatever. But yeah, it's hard. Like in general, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And I can't even imagine right now being a mom and just, and doing what you do and being so in it and like active in just the art and the art scene and just the community in general. That's like beautiful. It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. It's inspirational. Definitely. Cause just I definitely, yeah, you just how, a lot. How, yeah, I was gonna say, how do you manage that? Go home, cry, and drink. Because it does you know? seem like a lot on your plate. You know, just like watching you on on and how active you are with um, the women's movements and the marches and um, the festivals, and you you're literally moving like crazy. And so is your your you know the the father of your children. You know that that can be something that causes like a level of of stress how do you deal with you know with the like the kids being able to have a balanced home you know things like that because you know if you're always busy and always working 
um, how do you make the time? Um, it's kind of like, I guess I'm terrible at managing my time, but maybe I am kind of good at, good at it and I don't realize, but just um, like blocks of time for everything. Like like um, the my youngest is only four months old, so he's not in daycare or anything. So I, you know, we take turns watching him like he's with his father right now and, and I'm here. But like other than that, you know, I'll be at home with him during the day and then take him to a babysitter or a grandparent so that I can go do events at night. And I mean, it's definitely not easy because if you're up all night and then the baby wakes up at 8 a.m., you still have to be up even if you're, you don't go to bed till 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I honestly don't even know how I really do it. Half coffee. The time. Like coffee. Yes. Alcohol. <laughs> um, but he, with, with my first child, the biggest um, obstacle for me was like people used to make me feel like I had to be at home with my kid. Like when after he was born and I wanted to like get back to work and do stuff, I constantly felt like people were like, where's where's your kid at? I'm like, what do you mean? Where where is he at? He's not here. He's not at the club like I'm DJing and people constantly made me feel like I should be at home with him instead of doing what I was doing. So that was my biggest obstacle. And then once I got over that, I started bringing my kids to a lot of gigs like. So there have been and multiple times. I definitely want to continue talking to you about that, but we have a call-in. Okay, okay. Hello. Hello. Hi, welcome to Nitty's Knocker. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I'm supposed to have an interview at 845. Well, eight forty-five your time. We're at seven forty-five. We're shot town up here. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, seven forty-five. No, but you're all good. You're on air. You're live. What's up? How's it going, guys? Just so you know, you are on the phone with Carlito. Is it Dillinger? Yeah, Carlito Dillinger. Out of Miami, I believe, or Florida? Is it just Florida? Florida. Or- yeah, Florida. Period. All that Miami, Tampa. Blue water, all that, pretty much. Oh, so you move around? Yeah, I mean, I, I was born in Miami, but you know, I just stay in Tampa right now. Okay, how's the weather? It's all right, you know. It's it's sunny right now, but you know, it's kind of bipolar. You know, that's Florida weather, bipolar. Oh, it's I don't. Cold, it might like not be more bipolar than Chicago right weather. <laughs> that is so true. It's horrible up here right now with yeah. the. So how did you how did you get involved in in music? I know that um, my content producer was telling me that you have records with Sean Kingston and that you've been doing music for a while. How did you get involved in in the whole um, entertainment world? I mean, really, I've been I've been doing music my whole life, but you know, I had I had went to prison, and then like when I went to prison and like was rapping, I had like. I guess I noticed I had a gift because, you know, if you locked up and you can make a whole bunch of dudes tell you you, you got a gift at something, I'm like, dang, you know, most dudes be haters and stuff. And they was like, you know, you got a gift at this, bro. You need to push it. So I, I got out and I just tried to venture to, like, the business aspect of it and learn more about, like, the actual business side of it versus the actual music and, like, trying to, like, market myself as a real artist. You know? Okay. And how was that? How was that experience? Was the experience in jail something that literally pushed you to do music, or were you like writing before? Like, how did they tell you that you had a gift? Oh yeah, I mean, I had um, 
I was already recording. I had been recording music since I was 13, but I wasn't really, I didn't really, I was lacking direction, I would say. Mm -hmm. I just was like recording music. I didn't really know like what I wanted to do with it and like where, you know what I'm saying, what it could lead to. So that's really how that happened. So I always had a love for like music Mm -hmm. and just art period. You know what I'm saying? Dancing, music. Oh, you dance too? Nah. Oh, you just like uh, wait, what? Well, what kind yeah, of dance? Yeah, yeah. Look, you just dance with girls. Nah, nah, I like watching like choreography. Oh, okay. Like, Look, I'm on the other side of the rail. Like, and like break dancing and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So, would you say that kind of inspires <laughs> your sound as well? I'm sorry. What you what you say? Does uh like break dancing like because break dancing like they did that to like you know it was like an East Coast thing. Right or am I wrong? Yes, for sure it was bebop. Shit so are you like insp- inspired by like um, like East Coast music, West Coast music? What, where's your inspiration from? Um, well, my favorite rapper ever is Tupac. Oh, you know, okay, really, so you're a West Coast. That's why I had. Yeah, because the the How You Want It song is a remake of the original Tupac and Casey Jojo song. Oh, you know okay. So like. Yeah, so like Tupac is my favorite rapper ever, but like my favorite current rapper as of right now is T.I. And why is that? Like, that's really, a good, that's an interesting choice. Why is that? Really because I think it's maybe I just like his, him as a person, also like his personality. He just seemed like the most, like a lot of his music I relate to a lot, like especially, but I'm talking about like the older T.I., like, mm-hmm. like, uh, like trap music and like urban legend and like, you know, like I'm serious, like that. Those mm-hmm. albums. Okay. You know what I'm saying like it was like it was like he was making his tr- transmit like his transformation basically from from dope blood to like you know like business or whatever. Okay, I feel you. So, so how did you end up with the song? You have a song with Sean Kingston, correct? Mm-hmm. How'd that come about? Well, actually, it, it was crazy how it happened because it was like, it almost was just like all the stars like just aligned perfectly. Like, because like I was originally about to put someone else on the song. I was about to put Pleasure P on it. And hey, um, Pleasure P. I love Pleasure P. I was just telling somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to put him <laughs> on it. But he was in Jamaica. He was in Jamaica and like busy and stuff. So whatever. I ain't, I ain't end up doing that. And one night I just was, I swear, one night I just was like sitting in my car thinking and it was before like all the stuff even happened, like before, because like I already, I, had, I already had this song probably for like, I've been sitting on it for like a while, like six, six or seven months. It was mm-hmm. before like Sean Kingston name was really like out there for whatever, like he got going on and stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He just was like chilling and I had just thought of it and it just so happened that my manager it's like best friends with his manager. So, oh, that's really awesome. You see how networks work. Networks are always beneficial, and you know what I think? I think that they are inspired by unicorns. I believe I'm the sorry, reason. I believe that networks <laughs> are inspired by unicorns because unicorns. By, by, by. Unicorns, yeah, actual <laughs> like, unicorns what? because unicorns are magical. You know, and they sprinkle their dust and they say, okay, this person needs to know who this person is. And then when they know each other, you make magic like songs with Sean Kingston. You know, it didn't just come yeah. about. You said the stars align. <laughs> yeah. That's because the unicorn made the stars align. You know, it was up there like, all right, we got some work to do. 
maybe that's what happened. You know, yeah, I'm to the see, see, yeah. <laughs> team unicorn all day. <laughs> this is great. I'm very, very um, eccentric. If you haven't noticed, uh, I, I really like unicorns in the color pink. Um, <laughs> but um, I do want to um, ask you. Um, how you came about with the song that we're going to play today and if there's anything um, that you have coming up any mixtapes or anything like that feel free to let people know about that and then we'll go ahead and go into your song but uh, yeah tell us a little bit more about the song we're going to play and how people can reach out to you for further information Um, like I said you know they could hit me up on uh, Instagram at Carlito underscore Dillinger, and you spell that K-H-A-R-L-I-T-O underscore D-I-L-L-I-N-G-E-R or you could YouTube it. Um, basically, I don't know, like I said, the stars just align and the, the, the song just everything, because you know it's produced by Justice Lee also, so you know like everything just worked out perfectly for the song. Okay. You know, so... so um, well, well, what else you had? You had just you had asked me something else though. What'd you say? Oh no, it was just you. You know, giving a little hype to your song before we play it, and thank you for uh, you know giving us a ring. Today. Oh yeah, it's a. Uh, you know, I appreciate you know, and, and shout out to uh, Deep Profit on that. You know, what I'm saying I most appreciate staff, it. most staff. Y'all, y'all always y'all, looking y'all out. Making it hot, y'all making it happen for me. But like I said, you know, this is my um, song with Sean Kingston. You know, it's Carlito Dillinger featuring Sean Kingston. It's called How You Want It. It's a remake of the original Tupac and Casey and JoJo. So, you know, I know some Tupac fans, they either going to love it or hate it, but mm-hmm. we're going to love it. So, you know, I hope y'all enjoy that. We sure will. And thank you so, thank much, you so much for calling in to Nitty's Knocker today. Peace, love, and right, happiness. Man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Y'all have a good night. You too. Kingstar. Kingstar. A big time. A big time. While I'm whipping up a OZ, she always tell me how I'm nothing like a last dude. Mouth full of gold teeth and some tattoos. Probably bumping Tupac when I pass through. Yeah, I rap, but I'm nothing like these rap dudes. She says she wanna just chill and watch Netflix. But after that, we always end up on a set. How you been hitting the back of the Lexus? While she was on FaceTime with her best friend. And I spent about five on the watch, baby. All eyes on me like I'm pop, baby. Jack boys lurking, so I keep a group, baby. Tell your ass man he could stop hating. I'm still asking how you want it. How do you want it? How does it feel? Wake it up to the real money. Living in the fast lane now for real. How do you want it? How does it feel? Wake it up to the real money. Living in the fast lane now for real. I'm a dog in that cat, baby. She tell me 
money that is turned on when I act crazy. I'm the I'm the monkey man in the trap, baby. How dirty dance with that white girl like Pat Swayze. She seen a new, I lose it all and get it right back. She know she know she with her boss and she like that. She see potential in a kid and besides that, she know the fire got my back like I'm Mike Jack. Hard lies on you, girl. Tell me how you want it. Put this thing on you, ain't no sleeping till the morning. Say she love my lifestyle, the last last born. Now I got her on the road with me while I'm torn. Keep, keep it real, baby. You get anything you ask for. Mr. International, play you with the passport. Up and down, girl, like we on the roller coaster. Pound game strong, I ain't stopping till it's over. I'm asking how you want it. Uh, How do you feel? Is that how? Yeah. <laughs> how do you feel? I never. I didn't know if you said feel. You know. I don't know. How it's like you it know feel? a song when you're listening to it, but then when you're not listening to it, you're like, are those the right words? But you're singing it word for word when the song is on. You turn it off. You're like, yeah, I could do it. I could. Play. All right, cool, cool. Put me on that karaoke. Mm-hmm. And you, you gotta look at the screen for everything because you, you can't catch the rhythm. You can't catch nothing. But thank you, Carlito, for sending us an amazing song coming out of Florida. I love my national callers. I've had international callers. It's always a good feeling to to just have people involved. If you guys ever want to submit your music, submit your ideas, be a guest on the show, hit me up. Nittiesknocker.com. No, I'll message everybody back because I'll be waiting for y'all. I'll be like, come on, come on, send me a message, send me the music. I'm all for the underground, all for the culture, all for the good energy and good vibes. If there's good news, if there's a, a kid who just got straight A's on their report card and they're really excited about it and they want to hear themselves on the radio, call me. We can talk to them and, and congratulate, you know, efforts and success and things like that. But I want to open the floor up for a few minutes back to the topics we were talking about with the ladies. Yeah, we had a young man call in, but, you know, he made a song called How Do You Want It? I want it real. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we want it. We want it real. So we were talking about um, balancing life with, you know, personal life, balancing your business with your personal life. And um, kudos to you for being able to be a young mother in such a dynamic field. You know, this is not an e for me, and I have no children, you know, I have no real responsibilities other than taking care of myself. And to be a mother of two and be able to do the things that you do is just something that's beautiful to watch. So, Thanks. you know, when I you know, when I have my first kid, I'm gonna call you like, What do I do? <laughs> Take him, get him, get him away. Take him. <laughs> that's funny. But that's that's a beautiful thing to be able to balance and I believe um after we actually you want to come up with this quote yes 
we have a quote. I always do a quote of the day uh, at the end of um, towards the end of each show because um, I feel like quotes help you to feel better. So go ahead, Miss Jackie. Hi, everybody. It's Jackie Intense with Nitty Snocker. And since we had the women today and it's the end of Women's Month, uh, Women's History Month, I'd like to bring in what everybody was talking about with validation. We had a mother speaking on being able to balance her work and family life. We had another woman speaking on her support not being the norm to be able to um, be a professional as well as have a relationship and how she's beating the odds with that with a very supportive relationship. And we also had women questioning their femin- their femininity in comparison to what others are saying. So our quote for the week is from Mohadisa Najimi and it is the woman who does not require validation from anyone is the most feared individual on the planet. Thank you guys for listening to Nitty Snacker. That was beautiful. Oh, I she always gets on and is like, oh, yeah, it was really nice. <laughs> 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 but but she did nice. it. <laughs> she is sounding perfect. That was beautiful. But yes, that that goes back to what we talking about. Create your bossness. Create your, your platform. You do not need validation to be who you are on the inside and out, you know. People might call me crazy because I have an obsession with unicorns now. It's a new, it's a new obsession. <laughs> hush, girl. Hush, hush. You've already been bitten. You can't even <laughs> fight this. But, you know, no validation is needed to be powerful. So I want to open the floor up to you ladies once again to go ahead and uh, let us know about any events that you might have coming up, um, any ways that you can impact the youth, the young adults, the young women, you know, Start with you, Shantae. Okay. Um, April 20th is the next Pussy Control. That's always at East Room. Um, And then on the 23rd, we have the Cliché Panel Series. Um, uh, Other than that, coming up, you know, we do do the the open mic once a month at Harold Washington for high school students. I don't know. You can check us out, wearecliche.org, to get more info on the panel or Pussy Control or anything else that we're doing. And, um, yeah, subscribe. Keep up. We're Cliche on Instagram or Twitter. And that's W-E-R-E-C-L-I-C-H-E on Thanks. Twitter and Instagram. And then the website is we A R E Cliche. So that's how y'all find I'll put it on the Nitty's Knocker page. I'll, I'll put a link to it um, along with our super cute pictures that we're going to take because I like taking pictures with guys when they come on the show. Um, and how can they contact you personally if, you know, they want to just follow DJ Shantae and her amazing life? Um, my personal, all my social media is at Shantator, which is C-H-A-N-T-A-T-O-R. And then, um, yeah, if you go to the Cliche website, you can email me through there. Okay, and Megan? Look, she's nervous. Uh, 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 not ready, not ready. Well, basically, I'll go ahead and get started for uh, Megan with the... She's going to go ahead and plug the Pussy Power event that I will be hosting. Very excited to host their one-year anniversary. Um, go ahead and give them a little more details. Yeah, I'm very excited. We have a lot of, um, it's been a very busy month and especially busy week for us. Um, Like we've mentioned, we have Pussy Power coming up on Friday, um, our one-year anniversary party. It's going to be at Baseline Lounge in South Loop, 2239 South Michigan Avenue. 
Um, and that's, like we said, it's an all-female uh, DJ lineup. We're going to have a pop, pop-up shop of um, brands owned and ran by female entrepreneurs. And we're going to have an art show curated by Sydney Bivens featuring the work of female artists and um, kind of their um, inspirations of, of their work. Um, one of the um, really exciting things that we're working on and we've been working on for the past couple months is our first line um, of merch. Um, it's actually coming out tonight. Um, our collection is called Eyes on You, and it's um, limited edition pieces that were created with um, unique style um, because at the collective we really value individuality and strive to give our customers um, you know, a one-of-a-kind experience at our events and um, now a one-of-a-kind experience through our clothing line. Um, but we're really excited about that. It's going to drop tonight in our lookbook, and then all designs will be able for um, for purchase on Friday night at the event. Um, nothing will be sold before, so you have to come to the event to check it out and to purchase. And we appreciate all the support, and I'm just really excited for Pussy Power and um, you know the the energy that it's bringing, the the women that I'm meeting. And um, I really hope that this will be a concurrent party series that we'll be able to do, you know, in the future. And, you know, maybe a direction that I'm really looking to, like, shift our collective to to really, really be more, um, you know, working in the industry, like, as a, as a system of, like, network and platform for the females that are out there working. And so they don't have to, you know, spend the last year what I was doing of going through all the men and dealing with all the BS that we can just come together and help each other and be that support system and network of ladies. Woo. And you all can follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Shandy's Collective. And that's S-H-A-N-D-E-E-Z, like these nuts, Collective, C-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V. It's, that's like the funniest quote to me. Like when they did the president and the president-elect was these nuts. Do you remember? That? You didn't see that? When <laughs> no. that was like actually like an entire candidate. On the new, they put it oh, on the new. Oh, it's these nuts. That's ridiculous. And I was just like, this is great. <laughs> this just shows you how, how much politics mean to the so- social media world. I didn't notice that. That's another topic for another time. I do want to go ahead and mention that there's a listening party tomorrow night for um, a very good uh, friend of mine. He is launching a new sound, and it's a very, very powerful sound. I'm very proud of him for it. Uh, the listening party is called Keep Dope Alive 2, and it's for Rosart, who makes the beats he's a producer and uh keith and it's their listening party it is sponsored by tune squad and love t llc as well as campus love um your first drink will be free in the space it's at the music garage 345 north loomis 8 p.m until um but yeah it's free entry with your id and your first drink upon entering is free go ahead and check out some amazing music if you have the time to stop by um like megan said this friday we will be at baseline um i will be hosting the event possibly djing i'm not sure yet depending on what megan wants me to if she want me to tear it up you know i might have to tear it up for it but you'll catch me on the mic i'll also be selling my merchandise slim thick uh it's a it's a movement of embracing your curves. That's that's what Slim Thick's about. No matter your size, you are Slim Thick in your own mind. And that is what we embrace as women is just looking good, feeling good at all times, and being simple in our beauty. So with that being said, I'm so grateful for everybody who has stepped in today. It always makes me feel um, really good, really humbled, um, and really blessed 
when I have people come in. You know, I get nervous sometimes asking people to come on the show, but when I get that, yes, it really, it, it means a lot, you know. So thank you, Shantae, for being a part of uh, this podcast, radio show, you know, all of that. Um, thank you, Megan, for being a part of this as well, as well as a new uh, partner. Um, we have a lot of really amazing things in the works this summer. Uh, we cannot wait to reveal them to you all. Um, thank you, Mai Mai, for being the best host. Look, this is like a, um award speech right now. <laughs> but, you know, like, oh thank you, Mai. Thank you, my interns, uh, Janine and Jackie, for being here. You know, thanks for my listeners. You know, you all make this happen without my listeners, without Q4 Radio. And none of this will be possible. So shouts out to Q4 Radio. Uh, and if anybody's ever interested in being on the show or being a part of the Q4 family, just reach out to me at nittiesknocker.com or you can follow me at nittiesknocker on all social media. But until next time, guys, peace, love, and happiness. <laughs>